Kingdom Exhortations. February 2024. Read by Stephen Keysweater. Good morning. The Bible book of 1 Timothy is a wonderful and powerful exhortation from the Apostle Paul to his spiritual son Timothy. Quote, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the command of God our Savior and of Christ Jesus our hope, to Timothy, my true son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. 1 Timothy 1 verses 1 and 2. After his greeting, Paul forcefully gives Timothy specific commands and instructions along with an explanation of their significance. Quote, as I urged you when I went into Macedonia, stay there in Ephesus so that you may command certain men not to teach false doctrines any longer, nor to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies. These promote controversies rather than God's work, which is by faith. The goal of this command is love, which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Some have wandered away from these and turned to meaningless talk. They want to be teachers of the law, but they do not know what they are talking about or what they so confidently affirm. 1 Timothy 1, verses 3-7 Paul insists that Timothy not only declare the truth of the gospel and scripture as a whole, but to declare and correct what is false as well. He explains that the purpose of this is not to be prideful or to boast in superior knowledge as some, quote, great teacher, but to walk and talk with a growing spirit of love emanating from sincerity and purity of heart, mind, and faith. As followers of Jesus Christ, this is an exhortation to us as well. We are to have a growing lifestyle of helping others by communicating with love the truth in Jesus as revealed in Scripture, while correcting what is not consistent with the teachings of the Bible. Quote, Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves, and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men and their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head, that is, Christ. From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Ephesians 4, verses 14 through 16. Paul continues by explaining that a proper understanding of the gospel is essential when teaching the scriptures and especially when dealing with the law. Quote, we know that the law is good if one uses it properly. We also know that law is made not for the righteous, but for lawbreakers and rebels, the ungodly and sinful, the unholy and irreligious, for those who kill their fathers or mothers, for murderers, for adulterers and perverts, for slave traders and liars and perjurers, and for whatever else is contrary to the sound doctrine that conforms to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which he entrusted to me. 1 Timothy 1 verses 8 through 11. It is very important that each of us study the scriptures that we might be used by Jesus to properly help and teach others the truths found in the Bible, the Word of God. Quote, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the Word of Truth. 2 Timothy 2 verse 15 it's imperative that we understand that the law of God, the Ten Commandments, were not given to us as a means for salvation, but to reveal our utter sinfulness and desperate need of the Savior, Jesus Christ. 
Keeping the law and obeying God's commands cannot make us right with God, but only reveal how sinful we have been. As believers in Jesus, we desire to obey him and his commands because we understand the sacrifice he made for us on the cross and we want to please him. Quote, so we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. 2 Corinthians 5 verses 9 through 10. Paul goes on to thank Jesus for calling him into ministry and giving him the power to faithfully execute what he had been commanded to say and do. He reflects on the incredible mercy, grace, and love he was shown by Jesus, recalling his sinful and blasphemous past life and conduct. Quote, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me faithful, appointing me to his service. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. 1 Timothy 1 verses 12 through 14. This is a powerful example for us to emulate in our daily walk with Jesus. Even as Paul declared in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, quote, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Verse 1. With an acute understanding of the overwhelming grace and mercy he has been shown by Jesus, Paul makes one of the most insightful observations any Christian could ever make. He knows himself to be, quote, the worst of sinners. This is a profound observation that may come to many of us after we have walked with Jesus in true humility, intimacy, and obedience. Quote, here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his unlimited patience as an example for those who would believe on him and receive eternal life. Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. 1 Timothy 1, verses 15 through 17. Paul concludes the first chapter by reminding Timothy of the things that have been told him regarding the call of God on his life, to encourage him to be faithful and diligent in completing all that Jesus had given him to do. Additionally, Paul exhorts him to keep a tight hold on his faith and his conscience, pointing out two men who failed to do so and the subsequent dire consequences. Quote, Timothy, my son, I give you this instruction in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, so that by following them you may fight the good fight, holding on to faith and a good conscience. Some have rejected these, and so have shipwrecked their faith. Among them are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme. 1 Timothy 1, verses 18-20 through 20. Let us go now and determine to declare the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ and at the same time speak with love against false teachings not in line with scripture. It's essential that we be firmly grounded in the scriptures, steadfastly holding to the truth in Jesus so that we do not become like those who, quote, have wandered away from these and turned to meaningless talk. 1 Timothy 1 verse 6. Strive to develop, quote, a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith, that you might walk in greater love for Jesus and his people. 
Keep in mind that although we should obey the Ten Commandments, we cannot be saved from our sin and go to heaven by following them. Rather, by truly grasping the weight and magnitude of the commandments, we understand our state of utter sinfulness, and this drives us to Jesus in faith to deliver us and save us from our sin and eternal hell. Quote, so the law was put in charge to lead us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. Galatians 3, verse 24. Take time to reflect on how much Jesus has done for you by living a perfect life on your behalf, dying a torturous death on your behalf, and being punished and judged on your behalf. Thoughtfully consider the true depth of your sin and the overwhelming mercy you have been shown at the cross of Christ, and, like Paul, earnestly praise and worship your risen Savior in light of all this. Quote, for I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 2. Like Timothy, strive to be a true spiritual son or daughter to mature godly men and women that have a genuine and selfless heart for you and your growth in Christ. And, like Paul, strive to grow into a spiritually mature father or mother that you may properly serve those Jesus has given you to parent. Finally, be intentional focused, and diligent to, quote, fight the good fight of genuine faith in Jesus, earnestly looking every day to glorify him by obeying what he has given you to do. If you do this, laboring throughout each day, each month, and each year, one day you will stand before Jesus and be able to say to him what he said to our Heavenly Father, quote, I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. John 17, verse 4. May God bless you all. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from past sins. 2 Peter 1, verses 5-9